wonderful. That, that, that's what it is, yeah. And it's a Blake 7 podcast. Cheers, Matt. Um, we, we were in the, the spare room of yeah. Megan's house. We were um, in what used to be our ensuite. It's a bit echoey, isn't it? It is. We might maybe move into the bedroom. It'll be noisier there. Yeah. Maybe open the door. I don't know why they Yeah, okay. okay. All right. I'll open the door. Hold on. Can I, can I reach that far? You should be yes. able to. So we're all we're connected up to our um, digital portable recorder because I must make an make uh, an apology for the last. Oh my goodness, Hank! Um, I must make an apology for the last two episodes because I had this amazingly cool sound. Um, <laughs> Might not be possible. <laughs> no. Hanky, shush. Do it without words. I don't understand you anyway. <laughs> he won't remember. No, no that's he cool. can't remember. <laughs> he's, such, um, he's such an adorable kid. Like he's yes, he's mostly. actually sick too, isn't he? Yes. And I'm, it's I'm just hilarious to me. He's me sick last time, and him sick this time, and. But yeah, so, I, I, was, I was I was in the middle of apologising for the sound quality of the last two episodes because um, uh, various things happened in the last couple of weeks. I had to go into hospital for a routine thing, and I actually didn't get around to editing the two episodes we recorded until um, the weekend, and listened to the first one and went, "Oh my god, my sound solution was actually a sound disaster." So I'm very sorry for the distortion and everything in the last two episodes. I did my best to clean it up, but it didn't quite work. So. But hopefully this one might be a little bit more echoey, but a little bit better. It might be a bit echoey and there'll be sounds of children and both fur and human in the background potentially. And yeah, and, and because we, because I've migrated to my sister's house, I walked over. I was all keen and happy and I walked over here and I was like, yes, we're going to do a podcast in a different place. We've got all this great portable recording equipment. And I packed my bag full of beer, podcasting equipment, but I forgot cards and, and I forgot. We don't even know the full name without it in front of us. The fully Terry illustrated Blake Terry Seven. Nations, fully illustrated Terry Nations Blake Seven program guide, fully illustrated. The official, the official guide program to guide for Blake to Seven. By something else. Terry Nations fully illustrated Blake Seven, the program guide, the definitive handbook to the BBC TV series compiled by Tony Atwood. Tom Arnold? No, not no, Tom, Tom Arnold. Arnold. <laughs> um, anyway, oh, we should remember Thomas Harding. That sound right? No, that isn't that the guy from Mad Max. I don't know. I've never seen Mad Max. There's a whole list of movies that I've never seen. Jesus, we were talking about this last week. Yeah, we? what have I not seen? I've seen some. I've not. You haven't seen, seen Die Hard. I haven't seen Die Hard. We're doing a Die Hard episode. Mm. Mm. Um, anyway, so the the point is that it, it, t- today may be difficult audio wise because of um, unforeseen circumstances. Last week and the week before, it was audio bad because I was shit at being an audio person. Anyway. And this week the audio is bad because my my son's home from school sick and I just have to stop intermittently to yell at him, making too much noise. I've still got a bit of a cough and cough. <coughs> <coughs> um, and it's just, it's shit weather outside too, isn't it? It's freezing it's and so it's cold. rainy and... It's very it's British just, weather. It's the sort of weather that you just don't want to do anything in, really. Yeah, I walked over here with a dog, but um, I was halfway here going, hmm, otherwise, don't really want to do this. Risky, risky manoeuvre. That said, um, it's probably the best weather, you know, podcasting weather. It's probably quite good for a podcast type situation. I think that had we, had we been recording in our usual spot, though, um, the rain noise would have been huge. It yeah. has been periodically pissing, pissing the fuck down. down. It's been, yeah. like, full-on yeah. belting down and... 
Yeah, as, as a str- I mean, I know we complain about the weather. It's funny, people say that English people complain about the weather a lot. But, but they've got more cause. Yes, ours is usually really nice, and yeah. at the moment it's not, so we're going to complain more. Yeah, that's right. Um, also, yeah. So, we're meant to be, we're meant to be talking about Blake 7, aren't we? Are, we are officially middle-aged women because we were talking about the weather. <laughs> we haven't got a cup of tea, though. We've got wine. <laughs> well, wine. It's the new tea, isn't it, really? <laughs> It's the old it's, tea as well, I think. It's the new tea. Now, the old tea was a Bex and a good lie down, which wasn't that highly addictive. I don't know. It's a bit like shooting up heroin, isn't the it? The new tea is, um, I don't know, um, famously, um, we don't have it here, or if we do have it, we call it a different name, Ambient. Ambient is the new wine. It may put it, but it causes accidental racism. Yeah, yeah, it causes racism. Uh, with ambient. Wine doesn't cause racism. Uh, no, wine causes racism in your elderly relatives at Christmas dinner. It doesn't. That's yeah. Accidental. Yep. I mean, every now. I mean, our relatives are Not relatively good. No, oh, that's true. None of them were. Um, um, yes, anyway, let's not sort of go into all of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> we were meant to be discussing, and as I said, I'm, I'm sorry, we forgot, we forgot the cards, but we are running a bit low on cards, so um, we're not running low on cards, but we've actually got too many cards. Yes, because we've worked so, out that there's only 54 of them, yep. and we've got what? We've got nearly like 10 left for this series yeah. in this box, and um, to actually, find. yeah, we know, because we've got a whole other box of series one. One and two. Yeah, one and two. So, but I think but the box that we've got right now, we'll have to go through. I think we're going to finish them all next next episode because next episode is the last episode of the series. Right. So then we'll have the second box second for the box whole of the second series, series too. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to go. We'll do, we'll, do a, we'll do a massive open next. But it's good because then we can harken back to the stuff that we've seen in series one and talked about in series one as well. We yeah. open them if we get repeat cards, which we will. Yes, we will. So that's good. all exciting. I hope maybe there'll be some more specials. Although we've got three, we've gotten three specials out of there, and that's pretty good. Have we? Yeah, we've got the Travis one, the Serverland costume card, and the um, we got two signed ones, didn't we? No, yeah. Oh no, the the, the 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 plate. Oh, the plate one. Yes, yeah. from um, Planet Cotton Wool. Yeah, yeah that's planet. right. Decima Planet. Um, anyway. So that's about twenty minutes. We've just rambled just about bugger all on about stuff, and my son's been reasonably quiet downstairs. So that'll that'll change it, now. Make a huge liar out of me. Um, <laughs> the, what's the episode we're looking at today? Deliverance. Deliverance. Behold, deliverance. I know. It's great. It's it is a good episode. I enjoyed this, is this lots one. Lots of fun. Um, I'm just trying to find my notes because I remember that I had them. Um, <coughs> I'm not meant to be coughing too, but yes. Um, <laughs> How does this one? How does this one start, Imogen? Squeaky, squeaky, squeaky toys. toys. Squeaky, squeaky dog toys going off in the background. This one starts off with a another tampon, another oh, space, space tampon. tampon. Yeah, silver space tampon, but it's got red piping on it. It's not it, silver. One? It's not shiny. This one. This yeah, one's um, it's a, a matte silver. Yeah, matte beige actually, matte beige mm. with red striping, um, and it's flying through space. And we just get a shot of the, the. We don't get anything of the inside at the beginning. We just get the shot of it going through space, floating through space. And then we go smash cut to space space command. Where um, uh, Servalan is sitting in her chair watching a little teeny screen of of space invaders. It looks like basically, yeah, yeah. And she's she's very very intent on this screen. And someone um, communicates, messages her, and asks her um, that she's late for him. Oh, tells her she's late, late for a meeting. Conference. She says, "No, yeah. cancel it. I don't want to go to the meeting." Blah blah blah. Yeah. I am in the middle of something extremely important. I don't want to be disturbed. I left orders that I don't want to be disturbed. And it's obvious that she doesn't want to be disturbed because she's watching this. We, we 
we strongly know that we, it's pretty much strongly implied that the thing she's watching on the screen is the ship we saw at the beginning. And we go back to the ship, and there's two dudes in the ship having a bit of banter. They're quite they're quite good mates. Having a chat. Look, that's the current Cephalon, and that means that we're on course for Aristo. Mm. And the other one's like, "What are we? What are we doing?" And he's like, "You'll get your instructions all in good time." And blah blah blah. And they, they do say they both seem like fairly jovial, nice dudes, and <clears throat> they're chatting away. And then um, did he say two times? That's forty eight hours until our destination. Something like that. You know, it's a bloody long time that they were going to be in a very small space thing. It's a thing really, for. really six days. I think it was. It was yeah. a long time. It's a tiny. It's the same size as the space tampon from the other episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, this is two That's, guys. I don't be- want to be that close to anybody for six hours. And you can see behind them. Actually, it's funny. You can see behind them. They're sitting at the the um, control panel, and you can see behind them that the capsules that they end up in. Yeah. And they're directly behind them. So yeah. there's, there's literally there's no, no dunny. Space. There's no dunny. Yeah, there's no dunny. No kitchen. There's no bed. There's, it's, it's, it's definitely not Previa level. So. No, no. I'd much rather be in a Previa. <laughs> yeah, so I. Yeah. I'd rather be in a bloody car, a Ford car. Yeah, that's right. Um, at least the seats go back in that. But yes, yeah. it's just, it's, it's terribly, terribly small. Maybe they sleep in the, in the um, impact capsules. But we see later on they open them up and, and they have to be curled up. up. Yeah. yeah. Like a baby. can't be comfortable. No. Anyway, or maybe there were massive doses of drugs that kept them awake for the whole trip. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they're dosed with something because the Federation's fond of dosing people with things. We know that, don't we? We do, yeah. Mm. Mm, possibly. Yeah. Anyway, so, so they have a bit of a chat, have a bit of chin work, and, and then, then they, they start getting sucked into the gravity well of Cephalon. Mm. For no apparent reason. And um, everybody gets a bit panicked. And, Sorry, um, I've got a drinking problem. <laughs> your mouth's up there, darling. Your mouth's up there. I nearly um, poured my drinking my drink all over my chest. Um, yes, they nearly get sucked into this gravity well, or, gra- or the Cephalon's gravity, and then he pulls it back and the, the pilot says, come on, my beauty. That's it. Oh, we're all okay. We're all okay. And then it and just then, explodes. And then it explodes. <laughs> For no apparent so, reason. And they're like, oh, like, I'm a okay. nervous pilot. I'm a nervous, I'm a nervous passenger. And then, boom, they explode. And um, as it explodes... Uh, when we cut to the, the Liberator. Yes, and they are watching, they're tracking the progress of this um, space tampon. Obviously, they're not, they're, they're trying to get to it, but they don't get to it in time, and it, they watch it explode, and then it sort of descend, descend, it descends into the atmosphere of, of Cephalon. Yeah. And they're worried that it might not have, um, they're not in teleport range, so they can't they teleport, can't teleport the life of the people off. And so they're chasing it, and they see two life capsules eject on some really crappy special effects. It just looks like two little. Um, well, it's all the digital less pointies tampons sort of floating. It's a digital away. representation rather than a visual. Like, yeah, so. yeah. So it's on the screen. It's almost almost like a, um, a Zen is presupposing what it would look like. Yeah, you know, projection. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a projection it's of what it would be like. Ninety nine thousand better. Ninety nine thousand times better than the um, the space invaders we saw in the very first That's episode. True. So you know That's you, you can much. see some development there in the true special effects. True that. True that. Um, but yeah, they watch these uh, space space capsules fall um, into the atmosphere. And, and typical Blake Seven fashion, they decide after a little bit of a Blake Seven fight, they'll go and have yeah. a look. They go and have a look and pick Let's it up. And on. they have a little um, discussion about what it's like down on the planet Cephalon. We found out in the in the space tampon before that. Um, it's it was destroyed. It used to be a, a big hub oh, of, right. of culture and trade, but there was a massive war, and, uh, and it's uh, all radi- got radiation and all. Yeah, the so there's a huge now. amount of radiation there, and it's fallen back oh. into savagery and primitive. Um, yeah, and there's life evolving. Oh no, that's not on there. That's on Cephalon. No, it's, it's they're, they're humans, but <coughs> they've, they've lost contact with the with the rest of the galactic federation. And mutated from all the radiation yeah. and all that sort of rock. So there's lots of radiation. They're not allowed to go down there for very long. 
Um, but Blake decides that, well, Blake and Avon decide that Avon's going to lead the away team down on the planet. Yeah. But we then get a little shot of um, Sela uh, looking very satisfied because she gets a... Because the spaceship has exploded. It, it exploded, ma'am. It's exploded. It exploded. And she had a little smile. But the funny thing with that is, like, wouldn't you think... What if, what if they're able to make it into the life capsule? Anyway, whatever. you find out later on why she's all happy that this, this spaceship has exploded. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, they decide to go down to the planet. And um, uh, <laughs> there's a little, um, a big dogging com- conversation yeah. between Blake and Avon. Yeah. A nice little Blake seven sort of attempt at big dogging from um, Avon. Which I, I think he fails. It's safe to say that he oh, fails. Oh, yeah, Blake, because Blake just gives him this look. He says, you know, so I don't give a fuck. There's, there's this, it's like, yeah, okay. What else? Because, <laughs> um, um, uh, what's it? Avon, Avon's heading down in his silver um, jacket, which is really cool. It is a nice jacket. It's a really cool silver puffy, puffy jacket. I would love to cosplay in one. Just uh, hint, hint out there to all my cosplaying costume making friends. So cosplay. We could only do it now, though. Like right now, in the like, because if we tried to put that on in the middle of Australian summer, we would literally die. Yeah, yeah, we'd just blow. (laughs) (laughs) We're about ready to burst into flames. flames. (laughs) Um, So yes, he um, he says, "Oh, you know, uh, so you're right to head down." Says Blake, and Avon says something like, "Why are you afraid that I'll handle it better than you?" And Blake just laughs. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone like has his hands on his hips like and then we're like well perhaps you should be and, and everyone just gives him this are you afraid that i'll be able to cope with it better than you no well perhaps you ought to be <laughs> and then um so they head down to look for the space the life capsules um, and has it, go, has it gone back to Space Command yet to talk about this yet? Not quite yet. We get a, we get a big scene later on where, I think it's a big scene later on where um, Serverland and... Um, sandwich somewhere in here. Yeah, it's later. Mm. I mean, it's, I'm just going to have a look here. Yeah, no, it's, it's a long way away. Yeah, anyway, they um, head down. So they head down and... Um, they're in the chalk mine. They're in the chalk always, mine. Where they always shoot these things with snow. And Avon splits the group up very sensibly, I think. He, he sends Jenna with Gan and he takes the villa with him. And it's, it's obvious, like, you know, you, we'll, ta- we'll, we'll take one idiot each. Right. That's Avon's. Yeah. Avon's interpretation of it. Um, yeah. He honestly he thinks that, that... Gan's the muscle and Jenna's the brains. And yeah. he's the brains and villa's expendable. Yes. Um, <laughs> and um, so they... They split up. And, and they um, find the cap- life capsules. They find one, the poor passenger's dead. That's the fir- and that's the first passenger called Marriott. We know Marriott. his name. Um, and so they seal that one up and move on, and then um, they find... The second one is... Um, and that's got a guy who's sort of burst out of it and crawled away a bit, and that's, and the, that's the original guy. He's the, half dead. The pilot, he's half dead. And what's so, his name? What his name? His name's... Uh, Ensor's son. I don't know if we ever get his name. Ensor's son. Um, I don't yeah, think we no, ever get sure. his name. I, don't, I, I watched it recently, and I can't remember what his name was. Anyway, I'm sure it's in the credits. If we had the fully illustrated Terry Nation's scarf, You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to record guy. that. And I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to record it being said by a bot. <laughs> and I'm going to drop it in every time we say That's a good idea. Terry Nation's fully illustrated Blake 7, the program guide, the definitive handbook to the BBC TV series compiled by Tony Atwood. I like that. I love a bot, by the way. The bot, a bot helped me fix the Xbox this morning, which oh, saved no. my... Say, so, yeah, I love good bot. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna go. It's gonna make a robot say it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the um, yeah. So they, they they find this guy. They teleport him up. But as at, at some point during this, Gan Gan has gone ahead and left Jenna about five steps behind him, out of sight. Which you know, ah, alert, 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 alert. Don't Someone do that. don't do that. Don't split up. 
and um, they find the second body. They decide they're all going to teleport up. They all teleport up. Jenna's not there um, because she's been nabbed by a couple of... We forgot to mention the primitive dudes. Yeah, the primitives. Because you primitive... see them... Like, they're, they're hiding in plain sight from the very moment they all teleport down. Like, yeah. they're like, let's go, let's do this. And then it's got a massive primitive dude just looking straight at them. And they don't know them notice. <laughs> well, we've got the music too. The, yeah. do, 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 the, the yeah. primitive music. Yeah, the, yeah. That, that, that shows you that it's going to be scary. What I is can't it? do it. I it's it's do it. a... It's like a little. Dun, 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 dun. It's like it's like a drum. Yeah, I'll put it in yeah. there. But it, that the primitive. It's it's obvious primitive music. I think they've used it before. Yeah. When Maybe they with the uh, with the with frozen, the frozen dudes. dudes. Yes. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's the um, these guys <laughs> haven't got as much technology as you and probably want to and, kill you. And want music. to kill you. Yeah. And so they've got. Um, the, so they all teleport back, including half dead guy. And they, uh, they, 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 turf, they, they haul half dead guy off to um, the medical unit. Sick bay, and yeah. he six bay, six bay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he has. Uh, they found identification on the body of Marriott, and this, it's important for plot later that they flip through it and see he's got wife and kids, wife and two children, and he's and got Blake a triple A. Like Blake says in a sort of an offhand way, oh, just nothing, a couple of pictures of wife and two kids. Who cares? Well, these guys pegged it, you know. Spare cool, but. Tell them. Minute silence, at least, you know. My wife and two, isn't that a bit, that's a bit sad. But a triple A, it's more interesting than the fact that he's got a triple A security clearance, which means he's got access to everything. Oh, that's the other thing I mentioned. That he's a space surgeon. He's a space surgeon. And I just love the fact that every single um, career in the Federation is a space something. Yeah, so you'd be a space vet. Yeah. Or a space teacher, or a or space a... surgeon, <laughs> or a space plumber. A space plumber. <laughs> that would be a really bad job. Oh, God. You'd have to work a lot with that shaving cream stuff. Oh, you would. <laughs> Spaceships that go solid in seconds. Space. What well, other cool space things could you be? You I'd, could be, be I'd be a space housewife. Uh, I happily be a space housewife. Space podcaster. I'd be a space podcaster. <laughs> space gardener. I, I just yeah. love the Space volunteer to ethics teacher. <laughs> Oh my god, space dog walker. I'm a space student. (laughs) Space, space, I'm gonna go to space, space. Yes, please, space, 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 go to space, space. I just love it. Everything's Um, a space something anyway. So, yeah, Uh, but also, some of those are cyber surgeons too. There's a cyber surgeon later on. on. So, what's the difference between space and a cyber? Maybe it's a space cyber surgeon. Maybe he's a space cyber surgeon. Um, But he's a cyber surgeon. The cyber surgeon guy's a brain surgeon. No, the cyber surgeon guy is just a cyber surgeon, so I think that he deals with cybernetic stuff. So like, he, he saves people's lives and stuff as well. Yeah, like puts he, people back together. And he also that's he, does, yeah. he does brain stuff. Yeah, he does brain brains, stuff. brain science, <laughs> rocket surgery, <And> space surgery, <laughs> <laughs> space surgery. I'm doing some space surgery, some rocket surgery, and some brain science. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So he's a space security, security rating, and um, then is it about? So yeah, they get they they get this guy. They 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 they're looking at him. He's in pain. He's not happy. He's he's, he's a wreck. He nearly pegs it on the operating table, and they give him um, the equivalent of um, space CBR, so CPR, <laughs> space CPR, or space um, space. Uh, they, get, they, they get the space ECG out. <laughs> space adrenaline. Yeah, they give him some space adrenaline, and uh, they they get him through um, his space sickness. <laughs> Um, but he's still. Space sickness is actually a real thing. So. I know it is too, but I mean, they're getting through, and he's uh, he's space critical. But uh, <laughs> I'm just going to have another. I'm just going to have a big potential big swig of my space beer. He actually is going to space make it. <laughs> anyway. Oh um, no. Oh god. Anyway, I think we're we're jumping ahead a bit. And 
That's <laughs> right. They're trying to get. They, they find out that Jenna's not back, and they're they're at the teleport, and they keep on doing the same thing over they and over keep again. Doing the press, all and the like Blake, Blake, and Blake. Oh, and, and Blake comes. Oh, I think is it Avon that comes back that does. Oh no, no, this is it's not a different episode, but it's not where some man's blames the thing to her. It's a different episode where Jenna gets mansplained too, where she tries to get somebody back, but they try and get her back, and I think I think Kelly says, "Look, I've done all that." Yeah, oh no, that's, that's from later on. That's, that's another later episode. But this is the, they, they yeah. press he presses the buttons and yeah. he does it doesn't does once. That then he does it wrong. again, yeah, and then Avon comes in and does it again. I'm like, guys, yeah, you know guys. what? The, you know when you repeat the same thing, yeah. expecting the same result, yeah. and you don't. Yeah, but anyway, so Dumbo stopped me doing the same thing 45 no. times over this morning trying to fix the Xbox before a bot helped me. But that's you know, it's still you know, it had the sort of it had the sort of uh, the flavour of a bit of a mansplain. Yeah. Anyway, they they, they they then Avon says, "I'll go back. We'll go back down and." and We'll go back down. I think you better. And Blake just gives him a death stare. Yeah. I think you better. I think that's that he's big dog to the big dog there by saying, I think you better. You did stuff it up. You know, yeah. you lost you lost the person, so so you know Which is funny considering the rest of the episode because like yeah, yeah anyway. They, yeah. they go back down, they split up to the search, and it's this is a hilarious little bit too, because they, they split up to search because they'll cover more ground. And there's a hill. And they go and, and as they split up, Villa goes over the hill. And then when you go back later, he just pops his head up over the hill. And the implication to me is that Villa's just sat down the the hill the whole time. They haven't gone anywhere at all. Um, And they they pass by this door, don't they? Yeah. Jenna and Gan did that earlier, actually. They pass by a door. A door on the hillside, and it It's locked, and and then a little peephole points out, and they can't see through. Um, But, yeah, they they go. watching them. Um, yeah, and then then they go. They're they're looking around for Jenna, and and the space dude who's the space dude. Who's on the space couch being space medicined? Yeah. Um, tells them, tells Kelly and Blake that the Federation's going to pay a hundred million for for, for Orac. Orac before he starts. That's before he starts to die, isn't it? Yeah. And he's got to get these um, space. We're going to be able to hear the word these space. Power, these power cells. It's like exocomp. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, space. These, space, these space exocomp um, power cells to his father, Ensor, who's yeah. dying. He will die without these power cells. Um, and, and yeah, then, then he mentions this weird thing called ORAC, and they're like 100 million credits. Million credits. That's, that's a hell of a lot of money. That's a shit ton of credits. It's more than 5 million credits. It's more than 5 million <laughs> credits, that's for sure. Um, and what is ORAC? Uh, says Blake at one point. Anyway, so uh, the, 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 what happens is they go down to try and find. That, yeah, Blake and Kelly go back to the bridge and communicate with Avon, and Avon says they haven't found um, Jenna yet. He's like, okay, we'll stay down there for four hours. Don't give up on her. And um, as they're chatting away about this, Ensor's son staggers onto the bridge and Has demands that they leave for Aristo right now because otherwise his dad's going to die. And um, they're they're not very happy about this, of course, because they want to stay and wait for Jenna to be found. And he pulls a gun on Kelly. Yeah. And just says, go, otherwise I'll kill her. And I'll kill her. And so I'll kill Blake doesn't even get a chance to tell Avon that he's going and they head off. Um and he's not, and Blake is really pissed. Like he's he's seriously pissed at this guy for doing this. Yeah. He's very upset about leaving Jenna and the rest of them down there, which is you know an indication that he actually cares. He does give a rats. Um, but there's also Callie sort of face down on the floor for however long the flight is, like four hours or something. Yeah, well, she she, she does say that at one point. So are we to stay like this for the entire trip? Are we to stay like this for the whole flight? So she's so chill. She's I love life. her. I love her. Um, but yeah, then we go back to Space Command. Yeah. <laughs> And there's some bits here that I'm sure aren't in the DVDs because... Yeah, yeah there's some nice bits in this. Uh, like, I think that there's bits in here that 
weren't in the, the mush together one. Yeah, and but there's, there's also some bits there the that aren't in the DVDs because the last little bit with Travis and Serval here, I don't remember ever seeing before. I saw this again, but um, Tra- uh, Servalan invites Travis into the office, but then ignores him. It's like he's calculated. There's lots of big dogging, and she's all cranky at him, and he's saying that he wants his command back, and he wants, he's willing to do anything to do that because he's polite to her. That's right. Yeah, Just yeah. like you've lost some of your fire, Travis. Yeah, that's yeah. a bit that I haven't seen before. No, I'm I don't sure. Think I had either. And um. Yeah, she, they have a little chat about the fact that uh, he wants his command back because he's been suspended after the whole Project project Avalon debacle and he's desperate to get the command back so he can find Blake. And she's like, you're so obsessed with him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know? We've still got that. She, as if she didn't know. I've, I've still got that stuff in my, in my browser history from when you were looking at yeah, Blake. Yeah, Palmer. that's right. That's right. <laughs> and, um, yeah. I don't know how to fix erase some browser history. <laughs> Travis has been at it again. <laughs> I'm looking at Blake porn. Um but uh, yeah. then she's, uh, she's, she tells him the whole ORAC plan, which is, you know... We still don't know what ORAC is, actually. And I, I thought we found out in this episode, we don't find out until later, but yeah. No. Um, so they're on their way to get ORAC. Um, just prepared for 100 million credits for it. Travis is like, is, are they gonna, is the Federation going to let you have that kind of money? And she's like, no. And he says, uh, she says so I sent a space surgeon, Marriott, to fix um, Ensor's heart up with the space... Um, implanty things. The space, the space capsule, whatever the they space are. space power cells. Um, uh, I sent Marriott with him and Travis looks a bit shocked and perturbed by the fact that Marriott has gone with um, it's obvious Ensor that, Junior. It's obvious that Marriott, yeah. that, that, that Travis knows who Marriott is. Yeah, and he's like, um, and he's like, well, how are you going to get ORAC then if the Federation won't give you the money? And she says, well, it occurred to me that without the space power cells in a very short time, Ensor would die and then we could just go and pick up um, ORAC. ORAC. Like, but what about his son? What about Mary? It's like, I took the liberty of placing a small explosive device somewhere on the ship. So, yeah, basically, she, she killed... She sabotaged the ship. She wanted to kill them so that, that, that then Ansel would die. Die, and then they could just go and pick up. Right. And, you know, I mean, this is, like, my sticking point on this episode, and I know, I know why it's narrativium, whatever, but, yeah, how the fuck did the Liberator happen to come across? I know. It's, like, it's a big... Anywhere in the space. galaxy, yeah, it's a big... It's a space. It's space huge. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, it's a really, really big. I think Douglas Adams has said. Yeah, space is big. It's really big. big. <laughs> Imagine going down the shop for a sausage roll. It's bigger than that. <laughs> yeah. I lost my microphone. We are back with space wine and space beer. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing when they, when this um in this bit uh, where they where Servalan and um. Travis are talking, they're drinking that green stuff that she drinks oh, later yeah. on too. Like That's meant to be booze, isn't it? It's meant to be booze. It's great because um, it just it is it just looks obviously like, this green cordial. Yeah. And Unless I'm, it's chartreuse and they're being really off their faces. Could mean maybe Peter Tuddenham just dyed some beer green. Yeah, just dyed some <laughs> beer green. Did, oh, that's right. He only drank porter, didn't he? that's what they do too on St. Patrick's Day here too. They, dro- they dyed it green. Yeah. That's, that's gross. It doesn't actually make any difference to the, to the taste. Is that? No. Okay. No, I don't, no. Not that I've ever drunk green beer. No, I've never bothered. So the only time I ever drank beer on St. Patrick's Day was when I was at high school and we used to bang out to the lake. Kipax Lake. Oh, sorry. Now everyone knows that I used to bang out of school. <laughs> if any of my teachers listening to this, which I'm sure you're not, actually, sure there's knew. one that might, but yeah. I'm sure they knew. Mm. Um, actually, as an aside, funny, funny, funny little aside, one of my favourite teachers who's still around, God bless her soul, um, used to nip out in the middle of class for fags. Oh, really? Yeah. That's super naughty. Was, you wouldn't well, be able to get away with that now. I went to a very nice school where we were all pretty well behaved and we and we all really liked her. Mm. I think that she wouldn't have nipped out of, cl- of classes with people 
who didn't, didn't, trust her. didn't trust her. But we and, and we always we were actually quite well good independent workers as well. So she'd give us some work and then go, I'm just going to the toilet, lay out kids and yeah, we all yeah. and she'd come back reeking of smoke and yeah, we yeah. out to have a fag, didn't you? Um <laughs> got a cough. Where were we up to? We had We just said yeah, and Sterling and, and um She tells Travis that Marriott's pegged it. Yeah, and he's upset about it. And just talking about the fact that Borak is worth a hell of a lot of money and there's been rumours about it for years, but no one could find Ensor and Ensor was the one who approached them because he needed help with his dad. Um, and, yeah, she, he, it's, she's obviously super, super duper excited about what Orak can do yeah. and what Orak is. None of us know what and that is like, as yet. And Hunter was like, is it worth that? She's like, it's worth ten times that. Yeah. Um, and um, she... Um, and, and yeah, so she gives this. She tells him the, the whole plan, and then he gets really cranky about Marriott going, having died. And it's funny because it's, it's like something that's not in the in the DVDs either. I'm pretty sure. Is it because did you know who patched me up after Blake shot me? Yeah, it was Marriott. Mm. He's the one who gave him the. Arm and then he also the, the the bit that I definitely knew was not in the DVD was the bit where he talks about um, uh, what's going to happen to his wife and kids. Yes, that's right. And she right. says he's going to be declared. A deserter, yeah, and the standard punishment for a deserter is that their wife, that their families get uh, chipped out the outer walls and become slaves, sold into slavery. Yeah, which is not very nice. No, um, no, it's not. And, and it's just like it's obvious that Travis is struggling with it. Yeah, um, but he sort of he sort of pushes it down and goes. He's so driven by revenge for Blake. Yeah. But, but this is like this like the only a... real. This might be why it didn't make it to the DVDs or some version because it's the only. It's not the sort of thing. It's a little bit out of character for Cat Travis, I think. I think what they're feel. trying to do here is they're trying to say, okay, this is the last vestige of Travis's humanity, yeah. and Serverland is the one who crushes it. So what's Marion up to? He's uh, he's dead. Yeah. Uh, so we have got the end so of yeah, so Travis's so last. It's vestige the last, of... and, and Serverland is the one who crushes that last vestige. <coughs> it's very. Imp- I think it's really important to the whole interaction between those two characters. Yeah, it sort sense. of shows him how it's done in, in terms of how evil people can be. And at one point he says, and I'll pop this in, um, you're even more ruthless than I am. Yeah. Oh, no, you're almost as ruthless as I am. And she just says, you underestimate me. Yes. You're almost as ruthless as I am. You underestimate me, Travis. It begins to look that way. Very good dialogue. It's great. It's really good stuff. Um, so that, that, I think that's the last we see of Serverland. They're about to go. They're, they're going to go off to basically. They're going to go off and get Orak, and that's the last we see of Serverland and Travis in this episode. And then we get down to. Um... Oh, I dropped my mic. Oh dear, it's okay. Well, you're not talking. To me. You're not saying anything right now, so that's okay. Um, yeah. So. Um, yeah. So back on, we get to go back on the planet, um, and Avon and Villa and Gan, in the search for Jenna. Um, that they've worked out that that. that uh, Blake's gone off station, as they always do. Yeah, this is the standard plot device. Yeah. Um, so they're stuck down there for a long time. And um, looking for Jenna. They they haven't found Jenna yet, and then they get they get mobbed by the primitive dudes. But at one point, Jenna makes a little escape run for it. You see her tied up in one of the primitive. Yeah, I think caves. that's a bit later on. Oh, is it? But okay. yeah, yeah, she does do that at some point. But it's and it's, then it's, she it's all and recaptured. It's yeah. sort of, I don't know. Why put that in I think they're trying to point out that Jenna is resourceful, is resourceful and can yeah. do it herself if she yeah. really needs to. But there are just there are a lot of these primitive dudes. So <clears> they're all men, aren't they? Yeah, and from what I can see, later on, they're, they're all men. The Amigans are all men. They're, they're all men. Doesn't matter. Whatever. If there were ladies there, maybe they wouldn't have gone primitive. 
Yeah, or maybe they are ladies. They just, you know, yeah, they might bearded, bearded ladies. So bearded ladies, exactly right. Nothing wrong with a lady. Yeah, with they a might beard. all have um, endometriosis. You know, nothing wrong know. with a lady with a beard. Nothing. I've got a very luxurious beard. Yes, We're it's not, getting more luxurious every day. We're not worked on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, so yes, they. Um, I haven't for other reasons, but that's all right. <laughs> I'm wondering. Yeah, no, I don't. Um, the yeah, so. so there's all these Pumidish guys attacking Villa and Avon and Gan with rocks. They run back to the door that we've mentioned previously with the peephole in it and they're, they're, they're trying to get the door open to run away from the guys with the rocks. Um, they can't open it, but then it suddenly just opens. opens and somebody lets them in and they all pile in. And inside is a very, very pretty young lady in wispy robes. Um, and a sort of little half-veil thing like the Emirates Air Hostesses. Yes. She looks great. She does. And her name is Megat. Megat, which is, you know, that's close enough. That's good. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, um, but she, she, she's, <laughs> she sort of sees Avon in his beautiful silver jacket and immediately falls to her knees. And assumes that he's a, a god or a... And it's just this beautiful little, in, it's a little interaction between Gan and Villa, where Gan says to Villa, you know... She seems to be on our side. Yes, but the poor woman's insane. And she seems to be on our side and Villa just says, yes, but the poor woman's insane. Yeah. It's really cool, isn't it? And um, uh, there's lots of really cool one-liners from Villa. In this is one of those section. episodes where Villa just shines. Yeah, he really does. He, he's hilarious. He just absolutely and kills so it. And so does for that matter. Like, he's not at all... Like, she sort of is... You know, she goes on and Megat speaks his name. His name is Avon. It's all been prophesied. Yeah, and, this is... Oh, it's and just... And it's part of her, their, you know, their heritage. And she's been the one who's waited for somebody to come and be their salvation. And Avon's a salvation. And... She bangs on and on and on about it, and Avon just laughing it up. He loves it. Villa says, "You're enjoying this, aren't you?" And Avon says, "Probably." Probably. <laughs> and it, um, they're just some really great bits. But they sort of go into this little cave, and they go through, and it's basically it looks it, it's a really good set. Actually, I really like this set. set. They go into this little area in the cave, which is a um, a launch area. It's 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 like um, Houston. Yeah, it's um, clearly modelled on Houston. Yeah, and it's just like bank rows and rows of um, com- computer banks, and, and um, there's a big screen. It's sort of suitably ancient looking. Like they look like the sort of stuff that did get to the moon in yeah. the, in '69. Yeah, um, which would be you know probably about right. Like, and yeah, and then Gan, for the hundreds of years that she's been waiting that that, that, that her people have been waiting. Yeah, for, she's for she's she's, to turn up. she's like a priestess. She's been assigned to wait for him. Yeah, Apparently, she's there's the about, one who waits. There's about a hundred of them. Um, we don't see any of the others, but there's about a hundred of them, and they're yeah, they're yeah. all devoted to this place and this this waiting for the Lord Avon to come and because deliver every them. Every year, man, every year they're dying, and 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 they ask what about the primitives here, yeah, but they they're still they're dying off too, basically. Yeah, everyone's dying off because of the radiation, and um, Gan sort of rubs clean a bit of the window and looks through, and there's a big rocket there, and it looks just like a. Uh, rocket. NASA rocket, yeah. and Avon says, "Oh, look, yes, it's it's a chemical rocket in launch position." Yeah. And then then Mega does that going, "Hey, he shall recognise deliverance and speak its name." And he shall recognise deliverance and speak its name. He shall speak its name as a thing known and understood. As to him, all things are known and understood. Been alone too long, definitely. Um, yeah, everything he does reinforces this idea that he's a god yeah. and Megat gets more and more excited about it. And, and all um, of Villa's asides are like, she's been on her own too long. She's definitely been on her own too long. <laughs> yeah, she's, too, she's yeah. totally nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really sweet. And, um, yeah, so the, 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 they, they, they establish that this place 
should have power, blah, blah, blah. They turn it on. Um, it's all ready to go. Yeah. And we get a few, I mean, we get a few back and forth to the ship as well. And um, but, yeah. but the back and forth to the ship are usually just uh, Blake trying to um, negotiate. negotiate or stop the guy from taking them away. And he's, he's obviously in a lot of pain. And he's trying to hold Callie hostage and every now and then he nearly nods off and Blake tries to get in there and, you know, overpower him. At one point he sort of sets the gun to automatic so that if he passes out it will automatically fire and he's like, no, you better make sure I don't go to sleep. Yeah, and it's it's all all not – it's very very tense on the ship, but you don't get very much of it. They did it – you know how sometimes – they go back and forth and oh, back no, and forth. It's just so time. long and yeah, terribly yeah. boring. This one was good. Was yeah, they did little short dense. snippets yeah. and the snippets were all you needed and they were very efficient story-wise, whereas sometimes they go back and forth and you just have this huge block of boredom. Or they repeat the same thing they've already done. Like somebody, another another um, frozen dude leaps out and kills somebody. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's just a different person. Yeah, I mean, you can tell in this one they actually put it all together and made it efficient, whereas I think in that one where you're talking about the, the Frozen Dude ones, they would just basically try to do filler. Yeah. Um, and this is obviously not filler. It's all important to the plot. The writing's better. And down on the planet then, so they say, look, well, we'll help you do this deliverance thing, which is basically launch the rocket. And they think what the, the rocket has in it is um, genetic banks and brood units. Brood units. So, so ba- embryos and things, so bots potentially that can raise babies. Yeah, robots. It's pretty creepy. It is, but, but you know, hey. Mm. It's a thing. Mm. Well, it's not a thing, but it could be a thing. But presumably they've got the bots programmed with their culture and stuff so they can be brought up in the same yeah. way that everyone oh, else is. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, they they, they, they say, well, well, we'll help you out with this, but we've got to find Jenna. And then Miguel says, well, we'll tell you where the camp is so you can free your friends. Um, they go out. There's a nice little moment between Avon and Miguel where it's strongly implied that... that they want to pash. Yeah. Um, and they go out. They rescue Jenna. Blah, blah, blah. There's a bit of... Oh, like, there's, there's, there's a bit really of nice cr- there's a bit of crap foo. A bit of crap foo. Oh, that sense is the best crap foo of all. It's when it's the snap kick. Mm. Like uh, they get Jenna and they're dragging her off and they're all running back to thing. But uh, this primitive runs at Avon and he just snap kicks this <laughs> caveman to the chest. <laughs> The snap kick to the chest. Like, what is the point of a snap kick to the chest? I'm not sure. Anyway, oh, well, you know, you've got, if you've got a, when you have a primitive guy running towards you with a big rock, maybe you'll know. Oh, snap kick to the chest. It wasn't a roundhouse, like Admiral Roundhouse in Star Trek, but it was a snap kick to the chest. And it's pretty good. Pretty mm. impressive crap through, in my, in my opinion. It's not too bad. And, and Gan's obviously having the time of his life. He's throwing, he's, he's, throwing he's, he's bashing around. guys together with their heads. The fun thing is, he's not allowed to kill from his limiter, but there's no problem with him hurling people around like ragdolls, which can kill someone. I think that. The, what, um, in the last episode, in Breakdown, not the last episode, the episode before last, the last episode that I've been editing, um, he talks about it, when he's driven to stress enough that he might kill. Yeah. So I think that if he's just, like, having fun. Yeah. Oh, it's all right then. Yeah. But yeah, if, he's yeah. Actually intend, <sighs> if he's intending to kill, that's the problem. Okay. So he's just having a wrestle. It's all right. Yeah. He's just having yeah. fun. So he's having but a bit they, of a wrestle. They, 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 rescue, they rescue Jenna. They get back to the um, peephole door. Megat lets them in and shuts the door on the, the primitives. And there's a nice little, another, another great little change between Gan and, and Villa, which I think was not in the DVD. Yeah. He's just like, he's... You're right. You know, Villa, for a minute out there, I was actually quite beginning to enjoy myself. You're as mad as me, Gan. <laughs> I'll pop it in, but yeah, he says, um, uh, that's the best fun I've had in ages. And, and, and Villa says, you're as mad as me, Gat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really sweet. Um, 
But um, no, I think he says you're you're as mad as Megan. I thought was what he said, but he must he might say you're no, as mad as No, he says mad as Megan. He says he's, he's talking about Megan. <coughs> you um, and your oh, bloody microphone. Oh, it's heavy. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Make it less heavy for you. So I'll just hold it actually. Um, but don't put it too close to your face. Yeah. Okay. Be too loud. Um, yeah. So yeah. So they come yeah, back yes. and then they turn everything on in the in the rocket launch area. But by this time on the Liberator, hasn't that all resolved itself? Uh, no, no. By the time they get back in. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm fixing, uh, fixing Mar- Megan's Miranda's. Miranda. I'm, I'm calling my daughter now. Um, fixing Megan's mic. Um, by this stage, uh, Ansel's son has fainted, and Kelly's very rolled out of the way of the the firing gun, and then he, he sort of goes gasps and dies basically, um, and oh, says, "Oh, oh back! <laughs> You've got to find all right." Yeah. Oh, uh, <sighs> Um, and they immediately turn around and go back to the planet. Um, and while all this is going on, Avon is delivering deliverance. Yes. And they find a communicator there. And Jenna's like, oh, you know, the Liberator can receive this type of communicator. Mm-hmm. And so they get a message through the Liberator. And the Liberator says they're on their way. And they'll be there in four hours. And that's all good. And they launch the rocket. Jenna says, and meanwhile, Aiden's about... Aiden. Avon. Avon's about to become a legend. And, and oh. it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Jenna being funny and. We'll be waiting. In the meantime, Avon's about to become a legend. What? She's like nice and sarcastic about the whole thing as well, yeah, isn't she? Yeah. She's pretty funny. They clearly filled her in pretty quick on the whole thing. Avon's yeah, because when they first get in, yeah, Gen- Genesis says thank you to Mika, and Mika's just gazing into Avon's eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, what the fuck? Crazy. Going on here? <laughs> Crazy. Um. So anyway, they do the countdown and the rocket takes off. It's clearly NASA footage mm. that they've borrowed. Fair use. I'm sure it's all good. Um, I'm sure NASA wouldn't have minded. No, they wouldn't have cared. And um, there's a really lovely little bit too, which I think shows a bit of humility on Avon's part, where he says, Megat, I'm sorry you've waited so long. And she said, our waiting brought you. Um, which is also just not fucking true. But, you know, hey, um, they, they just turned up. but nothing to do with anybody waiting for anything. <laughs> um, I suppose it would have happened. Well, who knows? Might Who not knows? have happened. They might have all been dead before it happened. So, Who yeah, the waiting could have been nothing. You can't tell the future. Mind you, then we get into that in the next episode, which is also bollocks about Orac being able to tell the future. But anyway, we won't go there now. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, by the way, just... Uh, yeah, Megan, I'm sorry you waited so long. Our waiting brought you. That seems and, like and a... That's, yeah. That seems like, like a poor reward somehow, somehow like... which is kind of like... Megan, I'm sorry you waited so long. Our waiting brought you... That seems like a poor reward somehow. I'm actually not that great and I've got some self-esteem issues and, yeah. you know. Oh, then there's that great bit before when Villa says to him, you know, counting yourself, that's two people who think you're amazing. <laughs> I love Villa in this episode so yeah, much. He is good. Goes, actually, like, we seem to have a reputation to live up to and then Villa just says, you certainly do, Lord Avon. <laughs> <laughs> He's just great in every single bit. Yeah, he is really good in this episode. Yeah, you know, it's funny, actually, I had a, I had a uh, cake. Well, no. Anyway, so they, they send the rocket up. And then they all get teleported back up to the Liberator and they're like, oh, yeah, and they go through all the the, the um, technical oh, issues of the, rope and the, and of, the, of the rocket and the rocket's going to take like 700 years or so well, to get to it. Much more than that. I thought it was like 5,000 Earth years. It's a long time. So that none of – and nobody down there will ever know what happens to the rocket. And they, it's headed for a system with seven suitable planets in it or something. Four, I think it is, yeah. But the, 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 it, like it's, it's, it's pretty happy. likely that – they're going to succeed and there's going to be... Um, it's a good news story. Yeah. Um, 
but they're not gonna be he's not gonna be a legend in his own lifetime. And then yeah. and then there's a great little interaction between Blake and Avon where um Oh, no, you says, they says, those, I think that um, Callie says, but Megat knows. Yes. And so whoever still survives on that planet will know. Oh, just the backstory for how why the rocket came into being is the big war that caused all the radiation on the planet mm. was between, you know, whoever caused all the radiation on the planet um, and their enemies or each other. Mm. And Cashel the Wise um, found a method of deliverance, but mm. then everybody killed each other and the way was lost. So basically, mm. similar to, to 1969 and the moon landing, mm. they lost the ability and the technology to actually launch the rocket. Mm. Before And, and Cashel the Wise was killed, and he was clearly, you know, whoever was in charge of the moon landing, um, and the knowledge was lost. So classic stuff that we're looking, staring down the barrel of now and that Elon Musk is fixing, despite how you, not, notwithstanding how you might feel about all of that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, okay, look, I, have, I, have, I have a massive amount of problems with rich people, but as it is, you know, the only people who can do anything at the moment are the rich people. Yeah, and if they're doing mostly good shit, then, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, we could do a whole political podcast, but yes, no. Go there, but go. So, I mean, we don't, you should not <laughs> sacrifice. <laughs> hey, go, I'll just preach we one thing. lose a viewer. We've only got four. <laughs> We've only got four viewers. <laughs> but I'm just saying that you know, if, if the first thing that gets sacrificed is science and, and, and learning, mm. then we're fucked. Mm. It should never be the first thing that goes. I completely agree. But I do agree that we need to do a lot more to help people who can't eat and stuff yeah. like that. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. And in, in the priority struggle, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. But, yeah, some uh, people have too much money. Some people have too much money. And, and most people have not enough. Exactly. Or not enough stuff or things to eat or safe places to live or streets. Um, yeah. So let's not get all, we can get all feminist as well if we want, but yeah. you know, some recent events in Australia. Jesus it's been pretty horrific. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I think they were going to eat Jenna. Do you think so? Yeah, because they were piling up this big, sorry, this is just, oh, this is just a, on the side, they were piling up this big, pile of wood oh, in, and I think they were going to eat her yeah. yeah, a ritual sacrifice or something no 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 they were going to eat her like, okay. they have, uh, they have like 200 of them left and, and there's nothing on that True. Yeah, they were going to eat yeah. her she's going to get barbecued but you'd think you'd do that oh yeah it doesn't matter straight away oh maybe not maybe they needed to fatten her <laughs> well they, they, they had to find the wood obviously they were piling oh, up the wood right. and it's freezing it's planet yeah. freezing as well you probably had to dry it out first um, and stuff yeah yeah, so Megat not new and and yeah, then the, you do the bit with um or Avon and Blake say to each other. Yeah, so Avon um Avon says oh, Blake says something like along the lines of Oh, was it Callie? What does it feel like to be a god? No, no, no it was Blake. Blake asks him how does it, how does it feel like what did it feel like to be a blog a god a blog? What did it feel like to be a blog? What did it feel like to be a god and, and, and Avon just says, Don't you know? <laughs> did you really think you were a god? For a while. How did it feel? Don't you know? Yes. I don't like the responsibility either. And Blake just says, yes. And he says, yes, I don't like the responsibility either. And anyone just gives him this look like, whatever. you're fucked. Yeah, don't like you much. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because it's the second time in that episode where they've both done this, like, <laughs> they are, they're, they're, so they're trying to big dog each other, but also not having failing. a bar of it. They're not really succeeding. They both still reckon that they're... The shit. Hot shit, yeah. yeah. It's interesting. It's really, it's really interesting, the whole lot. The whole ship. It's all weird. The whole ship. They're on the, they're on the ship that they're on together. Yes, the, the ship, the journey. Oh, oh, I hate the word journey. Anyway. <laughs> um. Just a small town girl Living in a lonely world Don't you... stop believing Something <laughs> 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 yeah. by journey would be good. I need to do that. Um so, uh, did you? Uh, should we do the Brian bit first? What, what else were we going to do? 
Uh, did, did you, you find... like the episode? Uh, I did. I love this. Uh, yeah, we love. I think it's pretty easy to say. Yeah, I, I, I would be. I would go so far as to say it's edging on into Space City. Yeah, but I think I need because I know season two has so many good ones. Yeah, that I'm not. It I'm not. Also got some real shit ones, but it does. Yeah. No, I think it is pretty close to my Space City as well. Yeah, I like um, it. It's, it's, it's definitely in orbit at the moment. It's in orbit of Space City. Yeah, for sure. It might be like Villa trying to get on there within City. teleport range. Mm, within mm. teleport range of Space yeah. City. Um, I really love this episode, and it's funny because I when I went back to watch it again, I didn't know if I was going to love it or not, and I was like, oh, I remember this being boring, but it isn't. No. And there's not. There's actually very little wasted. Uh, narrative space dialogue or yeah plot and that's the thing that, that that gets me when I when I go back and look at old like seven episodes and old Star old Trek anything. old anything original, old yeah. any TV people did not and I, this is a controversial opinion but people did not know how to do film or TV yeah back well, in the right. day it's pretty new there was there was some there were some amazing filmmakers and some good TV shows but most people didn't actually understand how to use the medium properly and yeah. how to relate information visually without just like with, to be fair they didn't have the technology too like, you didn't have things like cgi no. and you didn't have you know um, no but you compare it to all a, your cameras are on big dollies and yeah. stuff but and you compare it to a stage play thing. yeah well a stage play uh, a good stage play never has any wasted dialogue yeah. or any wasted action and a good director will make sure that, that the actors give meaning through but also they're properly edited like you you would rarely see a shakespeare play that has the entire text that Shakespeare wrote in it. If they have, they cut swathes. They did and because there was out. a lot. Of, there was a lot of. I mean, that's the thing. It was a product of the time, and there was a lot of Shakespeare that was there as filler because the nobles were getting up to get take a piss or to have or, a drink, or, or because it was political at the time and meant something to people. Yeah. And now it doesn't. It just doesn't really translate. And exactly. So they cut chunks and chunks and chunks out of Shakespeare if you go and see it in a theatre these days. Well, some maybe some places don't. So I do. There are, there, are, there are cuts I disagree with in some things, but yes, I, I agree. There's, there's yeah. like certain scenes in Macbeth and stuff. Stuff like that that just get ch- chopped every time. Can't chop too much from a Beth out. It's a bit small. It's quite short. God, if you put the whole lot on, three and a half hours. Oh, really? The like, yeah. all of it, really? Wow. Okay. I didn't um, know sorry. That. I mean, it, well, I mean, three and a half hours ones. if people speak slowly. But yes, it's it, it's not. It, it's not. A, it, everyone says it's the shortest play. Yeah. But it's if you put it on properly, it's not. Are we allowed to say Macbeth on a podcast? Or is it meant to be called the Scottish play? Or do we need? I don't, we're not acting. We're not on stage. No, I know. But is it still bad luck? I'll put the, I'll put the thing in from Blackadder. Yeah. What, Macbeth? Ah! Hot potato offers at all, but will make amends. Ah! Yes, play the Scottish play. <laughs> every time we say Macbeth? The Scottish play. So, every time we say Macbeth? <laughs> the Scottish play. <laughs> I'm going to have to put that drop in 15 okay. times. Yeah. Every time we say Macbeth, I'll put the Scottish play. Oh, man. <laughs> um, anyway, yes. Um, so, yeah, I'll just no, say that. Why do I even care if it's bad? Like, I'm not superstitious. Like, I don't believe in luck. I'm you know, the play, it's, just, it's, it's something you did as, like, a, a Bondi exercise. Yes, as an act. As I, an actor. Yes, I was. I was, I was. I was an amateur actor. Like saying break, break a leg. Yes, I used to do a lot of um, university acting, and I never, <laughs> I've never been an actor. I only been a musical actor in musical theatre, which doesn't count. Oh, it so does. Oh, tell, tell, freaking, tell, um, Lin Manuel Miranda. That... Oh, I know, I know, but he's good. He's actually good. Oh, true. So are you. <laughs> I will blow my sister's trumpet. She was freaking awesome. I saw her in Ilanthi, and she rocked. Um, it wasn't Ilanthi. It was Princess Ida. You were in Ilanthi as well. Though, I was in the, the chorus. chorus. But you were in Princess Ida. You were the, the feminist lady. I was the feminist lady. I was Lady Psyche. And <laughs> then I was, um, uh, ironically, for a white, green-eyed Irish Oh, woman, my God. That put you I in blackface. Was, I was Bloody Mary. I did blackface. <laughs> oh, God. Not that, I mean, you went to a fairly, okay, just as an aside, Megan went to a fairly exclusive private school in Sydney, and you didn't have any black people. Well, there weren't any black girls there. No. no. But still, 
not go, no women of colour or Aboriginal girls or anything like that. So, yes, but to put me in blackface with my, and put a top knot on me and just and not bother to put brown contact lenses in me. So I looked, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I, I went to see it. They only put you, they literally only put you in blackface. I could see the white of your neck. Oh no, they did my bits of my body too. Oh, I had to have a shower, but they just didn't do a very good job because I'm oh. so white. I'm yeah, so I mean, white. It was not. Yeah, I'm whiter than white. This was back before blackface was exposed as horrificness, but yes. Well, but also, I mean, that, it is the character. The character is black. True. We had no yeah. one to play. And you didn't have any black people to play it. So. But it, uh, it's just not a, anyway. anyway all bad, all bad. Look, look, it was, was the 80s. Racism yeah, wasn't bad racism, yet. Yeah, that's before, as Ricky Gervaisism, which we don't agree with, and he doesn't agree with Alex as a joke. It was the 80s before racism was bad. Um, it actually wasn't, it was the 90s. <laughs> but anyway. 90s? Yeah, it was hey, the 90s. Yeah, that's it was 1990. Jesus. It was 19, or maybe 91 even. Anyway, um, lots what? of fun. I did do a mean belly high. It was and good. A mean it was happy talk. freaking awesome. Oh, was you do have a nice I can sing. Um, I just don't look like a new Vanuatu woman. No. Um, <laughs> uh, so, and nobody looks like new Vanuatu women. Except, except for new Vanuatu women. <laughs> and there is certainly, no Aboriginal, no, but there's certainly no new vans at my school. Anyway. Um, okay, so I don't even know what we were talking about. We're talking oh, about the end, of the, at the end of the episode. Oh, whether it was Brian, we both like. We both like it. It's nearly on our space. I, I suspect today we might have a double Brian. Do we have? Oh, okay. Oh, we've got to have a Megan. Brian. Do you have a Brian? I shall return to Brian. Of course, I do. And who is your Brian? Um, it's Megan. <gasps> We don't have a double one. We don't have a double one. Okay. <laughs> Mine's going to be Megat because she's so clearly bonkers and she is just super freaking stoked. She's great. That, that her prophet has turned up, that her girl, I mean, she's just having the best day of her life. She is living her best life. She is living the best day of her best life. Living her best radioactive oh, life. Oh, man. She's awesome. She's uh, yeah, So she's my, my one too. And just the way she relentlessly sort of kneels and kisses his hand and she's so stoked and she's completely oblivious to everybody else looking at her like she's crazy. She doesn't give a fuck if people think she's, she's like, crazy. I've been waiting for this my entire yeah, life, but I got is, it. This is me. brilliant. And I really love this dude and his awesomeness. And, yeah, I think that she's having a great day. So I, I originally, it's funny, because it would have been a complimentary uh, Brian to your Mika, and mm. I would have said Avon, except that Avon is enjoying it, but not nearly as much as Villa is. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, Villa is my Brian for this episode. Yeah. because he's like, this is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I have hilarious. never been she's so amused. This guy. Yeah. I have never been so amused in my entire life. This dude is... A total ass, and yeah. I hate him, yeah. and I just love it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and, and he's like, he's like, I'm, he's storing away Jokes. things to say to yeah. him for the rest of Avon's life. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I've got these, uh, Mika doesn't think that. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, if Avon was approaching his 40th for a roast, oh, yeah, there wouldn't, wouldn't be a toast, there'd be a roast to Lord Avon, <laughs> to Lord Avon living, yeah. Um, Mika speaks his name, his name is Avon. No, seriously, Villa is right. just so enraptured and loving every second of Avon's. Lordship, yeah, and he's loving the ability to make jokes as well. Yeah, yeah, Villa was a close run second. Mm. I mean, I would have put me. I would have put Avon in there just because Avon is actually enjoying it too. But Avon is self con, like he's yeah, obviously self conscious. He's about trying it. to achieve it. He's trying to sort of use it to achieve it, and that's why when he says, "Yo, you're enjoying yourself," he's like, "Probably." He doesn't want to admit it. No, he's I not don't. completely. As Brian Blessed would, being wholeheartedly embracing yes. the experience. He doesn't say, I am a god and yeah. love. And Woohoo! Then, yeah. Yay, he, he actually is, it's funny, and I think it's good that way because I think you see there, 
that and also that very last heartbreaking line that Avon says about yeah. and sorry like a poor so long. reward. But you get a little little insight into the fact that he's probably not that happy a dude when all's yeah. said and done. And he feels like he's failed people and that comes out a lot later on too. It does come out a lot later on and it comes out well, I mean, not necessarily so sympathetically to Avon, but I just think too that there's another line which we will we'll, we'll deal with in another podcast because it's down the track on my down the track. But you know, <coughs> he says to Kelly at one point, "Regret is part of being alive. Just but, keep it a small part." And she's like, "As you do," and he says, "Demonstrably, yeah. like he obviously doesn't no. have regret as a small part of his life. He has regret as a big part like, of his life. Like literally, his entire I think." Basically, the entire character is based around regret. regret. When we yeah. have to talk about, um, oh, interesting. Yeah, maybe you're right there. I hadn't really thought of it like because that. Because he's lost so many opportunities, and yeah. he just sort of falls into. Oh gosh, we could do like we will probably do an entire. Well, once we get episode, this, we'll probably do a whole on each, character. On each character. I think yeah, that's a good idea. So we should do that. Possibly, and not for any fault of David Jackson. Possibly, with the exception of Gan. no, I'll do an episode on Gan. I'll I'll, I'll do an episode on Gan. I just wonder if I can't think of when he gets around to doing anything again. Apart See, from this dying. particular episode, he was Oops, spoiler alert. Gan was good in this episode. I think. He was. He was kind of good too. The last two episodes, physical acting too. Mm-hmm. Like it's like. Meg gets busy kneeling at um, Avon's feet and Gan's like, this is all well and good. Do you, do you think we should, you know, yeah. get Go on and this? save Jenna and uh, do, do and shit. Avon snaps out of, out of it and says, of course, we must find Jenna. Mm. And um, Meg gets her shit together and, uh, and tells them where she's likely to be and all that rot. Mm. So, um, so yeah, he does some good physical acting. I mean, he does. he's meant to be there for his size and his physicality anyway. But um, he In this episode especially, he just seems to be enjoying himself a bit more. I wonder if um, stuff was going on before this episode and the one before because he just seems to be a little bit looser and a little bit happier and, and that tends, that seems that goes over into the second series as well from what I remember yeah. where he becomes a little bit more, a little bit more, well, he gets better lines and he gets a bit more into do and he seems yeah. a bit more looser and happier. Yeah. It's so funny though because as he gets better and more lines, the women characters get fewer mm. and worse. Except for Serverland. Anyway, that's just, that's just how I remember it. Let's. let's well, we, we, I, have, I hope we're pleasantly surprised on that one. Rewatch objectively. Nothing in here really passed the Bechdel test. Bechdel, Bechdel. I don't even know how. To I think that I think that Jenna says thank you to Megat at one point, but she doesn't say anything back. So no, it doesn't. Yeah, but, and they're, they're not. And she's yeah, she's not really discussing anything meaningful. No. And Megat wouldn't have eyes for anybody, but I have, I have one anyway. No. Um, just her lord. Yes, anyway, <sighs> I think we might. There's some things wrong with it, but you know, basically, I really it's, enjoyed it. It's yeah. lots of fun. It's cowboys and Indians in space, as what as which is what it was always meant to be. Mm. The snap kick, actually, Avon would be quite close to my um, Brian too, just, just for the, the kick. snap kick to the chest. That's really good. Roundhouse Avon or snap kick Avon um, is one that I'm fond of. <laughs> space Avon. Space Avon. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm just yeah. Gonna, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, this is pretty much it. Now, what have we got? Next episode is Aurax. This is um, spoiler alert. Season finale. Season finale, and also almost the second half of a double. One. Yeah, because we get to find out, what find out what Aurax is, and, and this sort of leads on from the last episode. So, so if we had the guide, which I'll put the drop in for. Yes, the guide. If we had the guide, we'd be able to give you a little synopsis. But from what I remember, there is. Well, why don't we guess what the synopsis is, and we can see if we're right when we do our next episode. Um, <laughs> guess what they. Um, after um, surviving on Cephalon, the Liberator crew take off for, for the planet Aristo to find the mysterious Aurak, and on their way, a number of the crew get sick. That works. Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, See how close it is next week. That's pretty good. We'll have a look. Okay. <laughs> um, pretty sure you're pretty good. Pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah, you know, like pretty spot on. Um, it's pretty, it's not on Netflix, otherwise you could see the Netflix. 
<laughs> I know. Yeah, maybe it is on Netflix. It's not. I've looked for it. Have you looked? Oh, I suppose that Netflix is not going to bother to put it on up if it's all up on YouTube. There are probably some people in our fandom that have like the old BBC, like the old TV guides that have all the synopses mm. on. Oh, I might have a look at that. Yeah, I'll look it up. Probably you could go through TV guides from the 1970s, but somebody's probably put them online somewhere. Well, newspapers are online, so maybe. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Um, um, it did get 33 million viewers a week or whatever it got. So it, it was, was really popular in America too. It was hugely popular. Oh, okay. okay, everything's going nuts There's a here. cue to stop. This is a leaf blower. Quick housekeeping, quick housekeeping. Um, thank you to... Thank you to Claire Fast for our cover art. Uh, she's at Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash Claire Fast. Um, thank you to Jeff Love's Big Disco Sound for our music. Um... Thank you. No, that's, I don't need to thank those people, so I won't bother with that. Um, yeah. Oh, thanks um, to Aaron. Aaron. Aaron, who gave us the for the drop-in. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> to uh, all of our friends on Facebook and the Blake Seven fan page community. Yes. Thank you um, to all the people who have um, liked and responded to tweets. Uh, we are, I'm at Megalula if you want to reach me on Twitter. I'm at Imogen Rights. Um, um, we can be reached on Gmail or at classicallyawful at gmail.com. Gmail. Um, if you want to hashtag us, you can hashtag CACAST, C A C A S T. Um, and we are at Classically A yes. on Twitter. Yeah, well. and, and when I, whenever we, whenever a new episodes go go up or whatever, I put it up on Classically A. But you know, if you just want to chat to us, go, don't feel free. Blech. Just tweet at us. Just tweet at us. Just add us. Happy with that. Add us. Um, good. Add us with nice stuff. Please, if add you have a have a minute, please rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, that'd um, be great. I so think we've got one review at the moment, but I'd like a few more. I think I that was me. <laughs> um, just don't tell anyone <laughs> oh, that. Shush. <laughs> anyway, and also I think too. Um, yeah, just Gmail us. You know, but basically, you know, doing some stuff. Um. Uh, yeah, and, and oh, oh, I just want to do a, a slight plug. For my other, I've got another podcast. Yeah, yeah, I've got another podcast. It's called Bye Bye Bye, um, and it's about it's myself and two other uh, middle-aged ladies who are all bisexual, and we chat about <coughs> basically it's basically a Dragon Age podcast. So if you're into video games um, or you know just want to chat, give us a bell. I also have a podcast in the works which I haven't done yet. It's about um, uh, it's called the Boob Room, mm. and it doesn't hasn't started yet, but it will be on its way at some point soon. It has nothing to do with anything pornographic at all. It's to do with the fact that I am recovering from breast cancer mm. and what that's been like. So that's a bit more serious and like, and, yeah. but but with a light-hearted edge and very much just about me. And that should be on its way at some point soon. But um, I think I've got a Gmail address and I've yeah, got a, she's got a Gmail address and, and a website. I, I'm handling her technical issues there, so yes, yeah. Because I'm rubbish at that. No, you're not rubbish at it. It's, well, just, that I, I, it's just, just that I took over because I'm bossy and more geeky. <laughs> okay, see you all next week. Bye bye. That's not the right thing to push. Oh, push that, one, that one. That was an hour and a half. That's good.